Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of XS Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast. This is episode 38 for the week of January 20th, 2019. Alright, well here we are on another episode of the news. I hope everyone had a great week and uh, hopefully you guys were able to check out the last interview with the cast member where we sat down with Brandy who was a costume character. So she played uh, Mickey, Minnie, Stitch and a bunch of others. So we sat down with her and talked about her experiences and remember that was only part one. So uh, stay tuned for in a few weeks where we will talk with her once again about her remaining time working at Disney. So yeah, it was a great episode if you haven't checked it out. But this week on the new show, there's a lot to discuss. Um, This past week at Walt Disney World and Disneyland began the celebrations of Mickey and Minnie. So we'll talk about all the new experiences that can be had over there. And then there were tickets that had gone on sale for a few events over at the Walt Disney World Resort. And uh, yeah, there's a lot more to discuss. Um, But before we start the show, I do have a few things to mention. I'm currently working on the first design for a t-shirt for the podcast. Um, So yeah, that'll probably be up on our store soon over at excesspresspodcast.com. But yeah, I I think I'm really excited about this. So um, if anyone is interested in in getting a t-shirt or in buying one, uh, let me know because I, I, I can, I'm only going to order a small amount just to kind of start and see what, what the interest is in the shirts. But if anyone is definitely interested in buying a t-shirt to help support the show, um, let me know with like your size and then we, we can go from there. And also I do want to give away one, um, to listeners of the show, uh, I will be giving one away eventually uh, whenever those t-shirts do come in. So uh, be tuned for that in the next few weeks. I don't, um, I don't have an exact date or time or when I, when I know. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just not really sure when I'll have that up. But it's in the works. So, But yeah, I just want to gauge everyone's interest to see if, uh, yeah, if they'd be interested. So, uh, so that's the first thing. And then I really want to make listener questions a really big part of the show. Um, where like at the end of the each news episode I answer like maybe two or three questions depending on how long the answers are um, so please if you have any questions it could be uh, planning uh, planning questions th- anything about the Disney parks if, if you want to know my thoughts on something um, or if you have a tip that you want to send in uh, let me know but I really do want to make uh, listener questions like a big part of the show because I want I want to make you guys a part of the show so yeah you can always reach out to me if you have a question um, 
And then speaking of listeners, there's I, I noticed that there's a lot of you. Uh, I think it's because I was on the Be Our Guest podcast a few weeks ago, and I think a lot of you had come over from there. So yeah, I see there's a lot of new listeners, but if you guys want to get to know me a bit more, uh, I would say listen to episode 18, where I, I made a whole episode um, where you get to know me and my background in Disney and how I how I've gone to fell in love with it. Um, so yeah, if you want to check that out, uh, yeah, look at episode 18 of the show. Um, and then, uh, the last thing I want to mention is that, uh, I think, was it last week? I think it was last week, maybe two weeks. I don't know. I think it was last week. I was discussing, uh, D- uh the Disney vacation club, how their changes are coming. And I want to know if you guys, um, had any interest of learning more about the Disney vacation club and uh, a few people have reached out and said yes. So, uh, not on this week's show, but next week uh, on the new show, I'm going to be having a whole segment based on the Disney Vacation Club, and I'm actually going to be interviewing uh, some friends of mine who actually recently bought into the Disney Vacation Club program. Um, so I'm going to sit down with them and have a chat, and they'll share their experiences and what it was like. So if any of you out there are interested in buying DVC, that'll be a good show to uh, listen to. So that's going to be happening on next week's show. But all right, so so that's all I wanted to discuss on the intro. This is probably the longest intro I, uh, I've had to date. So why don't we just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast. So 2019 is now in full swing over at the Walt Disney World Resort on Friday, January 18th. There were actually a lot of new events that had began over at the Magic Kingdom. There is the Mickey and Minnie Surprise Celebration. And this is new entertainment. There's new merchandise and there's specialty food and beverages that you can get. If you head on over to the Town Square Theater, you can now meet Mickey and Minnie in their celebration attire. So there's, there's really cool clothes where Mickey's in like a suit with like these polka dots and stuff. And it looks kind of looks like a birthday cake a, a little bit. But yeah, you can meet Mickey and Minnie over there. And then you can head on over to the Cinderella Castle and dance with uh, all of your favorite Disney characters during the Move It, Shake It, Mask It, Dance It street party. So that's happening over there. And then you can party with your Pixar pals at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios, where they start to celebrate 30 years. Uh, so the, your beloved Pixar characters to help Disney's Hollywood Studios celebrate its 30th anniversary in 2019. Uh, the Pixar place has actually been transformed into a city block from Metroville, uh, which was featured in The Incredibles. You can actually meet Edna Mode. She's the character that designs all the costumes for the superheroes. There's also a scavenger hunt where you can go and follow a trail of evidence that Jack-Jack left behind. And then there is a dance party called the Super Shindig, 
uh, which features Frozone, Mr. Incredible, and Elastigirl in the Munisberg Dance Party. And of course, there will be new food as well, featuring a beloved snack from Disneyland called the Num Num Cookie. It's just big, like just gooey, chocolatey cookie. It looks so good. It's it's huge. Um, and then in addition, uh, a door to the monster world is open inside Walt Disney Presents, which invites you to visit Mike and Sully from Monsters, Inc. And then uh, the 2019 Epsi- uh, Epcot International Festival of the Arts is now open as well, which I'm going to talk a bit later. Uh, I'm going to talk a bit more later on in the show. And then over at Animal Kingdom, the Hukuna Matata Dance Time Party premiered. Uh, The party features Timon and Rafiki from The Lion King. Uh, You can also celebrate the 25th anniversary of The Lion King by taking photos with uh, special dimensional backgrounds on Discovery Island as well as the park's entrance. So so those are some of the things that premiered this past week on January 18th. Uh, on 18th but they also uh, they also announced some new things that are coming up later this year it was previously announced that lightning mcqueen's racing academy will be coming to hollywood studios disney announced that it will be opening on march 31st in 2019 uh, and this show will actually be over in the sunset showcase theater which is across from the rock and roller coaster Uh, Most of the show will be taking place on giant screens, but there will be like a giant animatronic of Lightning McQueen on stage. Um, You will see him on this like simulator that was featured in Cars 3. Um, So in the show, he'll be discussing his career highlights and he'll be teaching you the rules of the road. Um, The events of the show take place after Cars 3. Uh, The show will also feature fan favorites from the movie such as Tomator and Cruz Ramirez. Uh, So yeah, we don't have to wait much longer for that. Uh, Again, that's coming out on March 31st. And then starting Memorial Day weekend and appearing nightly through September 30th, the Tree of Life at Disney's Animal Kingdom will awaken in a whole new way which will honor the Lion King. There will be uh, stunning projections on the tree that will feature music and animation that pays tribute to the classic film. Um, and then the Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Mix Live will be, re- will be returning to Epcot this summer, where Star-Lord and Gamora from the Guardians of the Galaxies will take you on a musical journey through the cosmos, showcasing hits from Star-Lord's awesome mixtapes. Uh, so these live shows will take place daily from June 14th through August 18th. And then also available right now are the four-park magic tickets, uh, which could help you save a bit of money if you are going on a shorter trip to the park. Uh, this will also uh, this pretty much allows you to do one park per day and a mission per park. Um, so you don't need a park hopper. So if you don't need a park hopper, uh, hopper, I would suggest getting this ticket. Um, I talked about it extensively on episode 30. So if you want to learn more about it, uh, I would go and check that episode out. It was the top news story that week. So yeah, if you want to listen, if you want to know more about the par- four park magic tickets, I would check out that show. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot to look forward to this upcoming year at the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, I'm certainly excited. I could tell you that much. But uh, but yeah, so um, if you want to check those events out, a lot of those are happening in, are happening right now and will be uh, will be coming soon to the Disney Park.
Walt Disney World is not the only one getting in on the fun. Disneyland began Get Your Ears On, a Mickey and Minnie celebration, also on January 18th. The Mickey's Mix Magic nighttime projection show premiered at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, they don't. They do not make these things easy to say. That's that was a, that was a tongue twister. So sorry. The the Mickey's Mix Magic nighttime projection show premiered at the Disneyland Resort, uh, which is a, a new higher higher energy show that creates a family fun dance party throughout the Disneyland Park, uh, and it features DJ Mickey spinning a new celebration song. It's a good time, along with remixes of your favorite Disney songs. And then on January 25th, a Mickey's Soundsational Parade will be returning to the Disneyland Park, uh, and there will be some brand new features to it as well. And also, if you haven't listened to episode 27 yet, I actually interviewed a previous cast member who danced in the original Soundsational Parade. So Alex had a, a lot of great stories um, about what it took to start dancing in the Soundsational Parade. So uh, yeah, be sure to check out that episode. Um, so of course, also there will be food to eat at the this new celebration as well, uh, and then for a limited time during Get Your Ears On, there will be specialty food, beverage, uh, and novelty items uh, that are available to commemorate the beloved duo in fun and unexpected ways. So yeah, so Disneyland and the Walt Disney World Resort um, have a lot to celebrate this upcoming year. Uh, so yeah, be sure to check out all of those new things. So since it's January, it only makes sense to start talking about Halloween. Uh, so if you're heading to Walt Disney World Resort this Halloween season, you'll be happy to know that the tickets are already on sale for Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, this is the earliest that the tickets have ever gone on sale. Uh, last year, Disney announced the tickets going on sale in mid-March. Uh, so this is a whole two months sooner, which is just a little baffling. Uh, it makes me wonder why they are announcing it so soon. My only assumption is that they want more people to start planning for vacations this fall uh, because I feel like people are holding out and waiting to see the release date of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, like when that when that release date will be announced. But uh, yeah, who really knows? Also, uh, last year the party started on August uh, 17th, but this year the party starts on August 16th and will run through November 1st. Uh, the tickets range in price anywhere from $79 to $135 for adults depending on the day. And if you're an annual pass holder or a Disney Vacation Club member, uh, you guys will be able to get discounted tickets on all nights except the 29th and 31st of October. So if you're interested in grabbing tickets for the event, you can do so right now. Last year, Disney premiered H2O Glow Nights over at the Typhoon Lagoon Water Park over in Walt Disney World. It will be back for 2019 and tickets are on sale now. 
The characters from Toy Story, Buzz, Woody, and Jesse will once again be throwing the ultimate nighttime dance party at Typhoon Lagoon, which will be inspired by their friend Partysaurus Rex. On May 30th, H2O Glow Nights will be happening on Thursday and Saturday nights through August 24th. The party will begin at 8 p.m. and ends at 11 p.m., but guests can experience Typhoon Lagoon as early as 6 p.m. on event nights. So you'll get a solid five hours at the water park, which I think is a perfect amount of time to spend there. Um, through special lighting effects, Typhoon Lagoon will transform into a different experience at night, including a DJ dance party, specialty food and drinks, an adults-only oasis, and all your favorite Typhoon Lagoon attractions and even more summer fun. Um, so tickets for are $59 for adults and $54 for kids, 3 to 9 if you buy in advance. So this seems like a great event to take advantage of, especially during the summer, uh, and it's definitely a great way to cool off. I remember hearing positive experiences for this event last year. Uh, usually I'm not the one to go to water parks during my Disney vacations, but I think this would be a good way of getting me back to them. Uh, but yeah, so if you're interested in this event, tickets are on sale right now. So if you're heading to the Walt Disney World Resort in the next month and a half, be sure to check out the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. It started this past Friday, January 18th, and will run through February 25th. Uh, you can enjoy culinary art, paintings, performance art, playful photo ops, and Disney on Broadway shows with top talents, uh, interactive, art, interactive art, and workshops for everyone. Um, so this year, for the first time, the popular Disney on Broadway concert series is presented daily during the festival with performances at 5.30, 6.45, and 8 p.m. at the America Gardens Theater stage. Uh, so that is actually going to be 117 shows altogether, which will feature uh, a pair of Broadway stars who will sing their favorite songs from Disney on Broadway productions like The Lion King, Mary Poppins, and Frozen. Um... So if you want, you can actually guarantee your seats by booking a Disney on Broadway concert series dining package for breakfast, lunch, or dinner at participating Epcot restaurants. And much like Epcot's other festivals, you get to eat and drink a lot, which is what I would like to do. Uh, there will be 13 food studios that will feature bites and uh, sips of culinary magic that take food art to a whole new level. Um, they actually have these really awesome photo apps where you step inside gigantic replicas of iconic paintings. There's also a paint-by-number mural along World Showcase Plaza, so pick up a paintbrush and add your mark. Uh, there, there are performing artists who showcase gravity-defying feats, acrobatics, and other skills. You can join Figment's brush with the Master Scavenger Hunt. Maps can be purchased at select merchandise locations. You can visit curated galleries, and then you could also meet over 100 artists who will be appearing throughout the festival in over 30 locations around Epcot. Uh, and then you can take in a high-energy performance by watching visual artists paint their favorite Disney characters live on stage. Uh, and then you can also do a complimentary seminar, seminar that will be led by a true pro with specialty 
specialties ranging from photography and cosmetology to watermelon carving and even the art of Disney topiary, or you can sign up for a small fee for a interactive workshop uh, featured uh, featuring an artist, and you could do this uh, anywhere between Friday through Mondays. Um, so yeah, you can book these today. So if you're going anytime soon, or maybe you want to book for a last minute trip, just uh, yeah, be sure to stop by the Festival of the Arts. Uh, hopefully I can get there uh, in maybe the next few years to this festival, because I really want to check this one out. So every year, Disney has their own Food and Wines Festival over in Disney's California Adventure, and it will be returning this spring from March 1st to April 23rd, and they will have plenty of food and beverage booths of all kind, but Disney announced this week that reservations are now available for their signature events. Uh, they have the new Dinner with Disney Chefs, where you, you will meet uh, the Disneyland Resort Chefs and Sommeliers, uh, featured in the new Disney Festival's cookbook, and you will be able to enjoy a four-course dinner inspired by festival recipes uh, reflecting cultures and cuisines from around the world. There is also the new winemaker receptions at the Carthay Circle Restaurant, where each event highlights wines from different California vineyards, uh, with pairings carefully selected to enhance the flavor of the wine. Guests presented from featured wineries will provide background and tasting notes. There's also the returning favorite, like Sweet Sundays, where you will join a celebrated pastry chef for an entertaining, dessert-focused demonstration, an interview with a chef, and a light brunch buffet featuring one of the chef's dishes. Uh, some of the years, some of this year's Disney's California Adventure Food and Wine Festival signature events include celebrity chef Guy Fieri over at the Palisade Stage in Paradise Gardens Park, which is happening on March 9th. The McMurray Ranch Vineyards Winery Rhine Maker Reception with Kate McMurray at Carthay Circle Restaurant on March 22nd. Then there's dinner with Disney chefs at the Vineyard Room at Wine Country Trattatore on uh, March 28th. And then Silverado Vineyards Winemaker Reception with Jonathan, Jonathan Emmerich at Carthay Circle Restaurant on April 19th. So you can make your reservations now if you're interested in trying one of these events. Otherwise, you can just go and eat and drink your faces off at one of the food booths, which is what I would do. <laughs> Back on episode 22, I talked about a special event coming to the Disneyland Park called Sweethearts Night, uh, which will take place on February 7th. It will be a celebration of Valentine's Day. So reported by WDW News today, it is now confirmed that the uh, that from January 22nd through February 18th, 2019, Disneyland Resort will celebrate the love of Mickey and Minnie for Valentine's Day. As guests enter Disneyland Park, they will find a new Mickey Mouse flora portrait and lovely and festive Valentine's decor along Main Street USA and a Small World Mall. Um, 
And there will also be a special scavenger hunt called Minnie's Valentine Surprise. Uh, guests can purchase a commemorative map and stickers at select merchandise locations where they can search for hidden valentines that Mickey, Minnie had left for Mickey around the park. Uh, and then once you complete it, you can return the map to a designated, designated location to uh, get a very special Valentine's surprise. So it seems like a really cool event. I don't think I've seen the parks dressed up in Valentine's Day decorations, so I'm excited to see what the Disneyland Park looks like. But that's, uh, that's it for the main news stories today, but I do have some quick announcements that I want to share. The Caribbean Beach Resort at Walt Disney World went through a pretty big overhaul last year. One of the latest additions was the table service restaurant uh, Sebastian's Bistro, which was based on Ariel's crustacean friend from The Little, Mer uh, Little Mermaid. Uh, it was announced that Starting January 27th, the restaurant will only be open for dinner from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. Uh, so if you want some lunch at the resort, you can head over to the Centertown Market Food Court and Spyglass Grill. Uh, there wasn't really mu uh, much info given on this, but I can assume that it's being closed for lunch because it wasn't really getting a lot of traffic during the day. Uh, and from what I understand, um, Moderate resorts don't really get a lot of traffic uh, at table service rent, uh, restaurants as it is. So, but yeah, so unfortunately you can't get lunch there. Uh, yeah, starting January 27th. Um, and the next little piece of news I have is that it looks like guests um, will be able to reserve a room at Walt Disney World's newest Disney Vacation Club resort, uh, the Riviera Resort, this month. So Disney had made the announcement this past week. Uh, guests who are non-DVC members can book at this uh, resort as, uh, as well using a cash reservation. But DVC members will actually have to wait a bit longer due to, due to some legalities of timeshares in Florida. Uh, but don't worry, there will be an exclusive block of rooms um, that are not available to the general public. Um, so this resort is supposed to open this fall and the Riviera Resort is a European style resort and will also give guests access to the D new Disney Skyliner. So that's def definitely a big plus at staying at the resort. Um, and then the last thing I want to mention is that I actually made an error on something I said back on episode 34 about free dining. I had, I had said that free dining also gives you the park hopper option on your tickets. Uh, that is false. I had read the article wrong, so I apologize. Uh, what I should have said was that your vacation package must include Park Hopper or Park Hopper Plus option tickets to meet the requirements of getting free dining. Um, so I just wanted to clear that up in case uh, anyone was thinking about getting free dining. So again, I apologize for making that mistake because that's uh, it's kind of a big mistake and I, I, I'm sorry if I was misleading at all. But yeah, so that's it for quick announcements this week. Um, but I, I did have a listener question uh, from this past week. And like I said, guys, I would love to make listener questions a, a, a part of the show every single week. So yeah, make sure you send in your questions. But, um, but yeah, so we got a question on Instagram this pack, past week from Tankart150. Uh, and he asked, what should be done about Epcot's future world? 
Um, so this is actually a really great question. Uh, I assume that you are asking this because it seems that the consensus on Epcot is that there isn't really much going on at Future Worlds. Um, but before we answer the question about what should be done about Future World is let's answer what is being done about Future World. Um, so Epcot is actually having its 40th birthday in 2022. Um, so I think it's safe to say that Disney, Disney wants a lot of new things for it. There's, there's going to be new attractions uh, and restaurants that are coming. Um, so let's kind of discuss what's coming to Future World within the next couple of years. Um, first, the biggest thing that is coming is the new Guardians of the Galaxy attraction. It will be replacing the Universe of Energy, which is one of the original attractions at Epcot when it opened. Um, so it, the... It will be inside of that building and there's also a new building that is being built right next to it that I think will house the coaster itself. Um, I'm going to assume that the old building will be used as part of the queue. Um, and it's also said that it is going to be one of the longest indoor roller coasters in the world. Uh, it's going to be a storytelling coaster where each cab will direct your eye to the story that is happening around you. Uh, so you won't miss any of the action as you're as you ride it because the vehicle won't be facing the front of the track the entire time, but it will move based on what's happening around you. Uh, these, the ride vehicles are based on the Guardian spaceship, so one could assume that, the, that this entire ride will be taking place in space. Um, I'm hoping the new coaster, um, the one thing I'm hoping with this new coaster is that it will keep Epcot's original version of the like edutainment where not only are you experiencing the ride, but you're also learning something as well. Um, it will be weird to see the Guardians of the Galaxy in Epcot, but I mean, I am excited for this ride. I don't mind attractions based on intellectual property or IP for short, uh, as long as they fit in with the theming of the land. Like I think the uh, Avatar uh, really fit in, fits in well with the whole message of conservation over at Animal Kingdom. So like, I really think they did a great job with that. So I, I'm just hoping that with for the, this new Gardens of the Galaxy ride. Um, I mean, I know people have also been complaining that they don't want to see this in Epcot and they want something original, but I believe the days are numbered for new attractions that are not based on IP. I mean, the last major attraction that opened at Walt Disney World not based on an IP was actually Expedition Everest in 2006. Um, and Rivers of Light in Animal Kingdom also wasn't really based on IP, uh, but that was actually received with a pretty lukewarm reception. I mean, I myself was not a big fan of it. Um, anyways, before I go on a tangent, uh, this topic I can kind of save for another show because that's that's a whole nother beast within itself. Um, but <clears throat> like I said, Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster is coming to Epcot in 2021. So uh, to keep with the space theme, there's actually a brand new restaurant uh, coming to Future World. The restaurant will make it look like guests will be dining in space. Uh, the walls will be these huge projection screens where you get the glance into space and see the Earth from above, and there might be like an astronaut floating outside. Um, so this will actually be located between Mission Space and Test Track. Uh, there isn't a lot of information on this restaurant just yet, but uh, this is definitely needed over on that side of Future Worlds. 
Um, and the last thing I'll mention is that it's being heavily rumored that Spaceship Earth will be going under a huge renovation for Epcot's 40th anniversary. Nothing is confirmed by Disney, but I have a feeling something might be announced at D23 this year, um, or maybe earlier. So, but uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, but, but those are the things that are definitely happening over at Future World. Uh, so here are some of the things that I would like to personally change about Future World. Um, I think the Imagination Pavilion needs to be entirely revamped. Uh, I still want it to be based on the idea of Imagination, but it needs to change. Uh, the journey into Imagination Ride is it's just, I'm sorry to say, it's pretty bad. I honestly find the new Figment to be extremely annoying. Uh, I know other people feel this way, uh, but in my opinion, Figment should just be used as an icon for Future World, um, and the ride should be just it should just be taken out to make way for something new. Um, and also in the imagination in the imagination pavilion is the Disney and Pixar short film festival. This is a 40 experience that includes three animated shorts from Disney Pixar studios. Um, I mean, if you're going to call this a short film festival, then this belongs in Hollywood studios. Uh, this had actually replaced the honey. I shrunk the audience attraction. I really wish this was still around because I, I loved it so much. It was it was I I, I remember vi I remember it vividly when I was a kid, um, and I hope somewhere in the future Disney uses uh, another IP to replace this festival. Uh, yeah, I just I, I need that to change. Um, and then the Wonders of Life Pavilion needs to be revamped as well. Um, it it used to house Cranium Command and the Body Wars attraction, but now it just kind of sits there and is used seasonally for the Food and Wine Festival. Um, there's just so much potential for that building, and it's a shame that it's just going to waste. Um, but anyways, those are the two big changes that I think should be done in Future World in Epcot. Uh, but we do have some new and exciting things coming to Epcot as a whole very soon. There's a lot of happening. There's a lot's happening. That <laughs> excuse me. There's a lot happening over in the World Showcase as well, which includes a new Ratatouille ride. There's a, there was a new Beauty and the Beast attraction. We're getting two new shows that are replacing um, Illuminations. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot happening at Epcot as a whole. Um, but yeah, it's going through a lot of big changes and maybe more will be announced in the future, especially with its 40th anniversary approaching. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode, guys. If you're not subscribing to the podcast already, please do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, or however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, leave a review. It'll really help out the show. Uh, you can check us out over at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, you can find all of our shows over there and soon to be a store where I will hopefully put the, uh, the T-shirt up within the the coming month. Uh, that's my, my next goal. Um, and then if you are a previous cast member and you would like to be interviewed on the show, uh, please reach out to me and I would love to get you on a future episode of the podcast. Um, you can also follow me on social media. You can find me at excess press podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 
uh, you can find me over there. And then if you want, you can shoot me an email over at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. And again, if you have any listener questions at all, uh, again, like I said, I want to make that a big part of the show. Uh, send me, you can send me an email. You can even contact me through directly on my website. I have a whole contact form if you want to do that. Um, but yeah, reach out to me and I, I would love to get your question on the show. Um, but that's it. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and for your continued support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.